Alright, it's time for another episode of Dark Green Anarchy. I'm your host, High Priest Wombat, sitting here with Lord Rambler. Party on, Rambler. Now with dry carpets. (laughs) (laughs) Now with dry carpets. Yeah. Yeah, we, uh, we're no longer chilling at the uh, Novatory House, uh, as I was calling it. Uh, and we're now sitting here at the uh, new place. Uh, we're going to call it the new place for now until we figure out a better name for it. Uh, Renzo is sitting here next to me. Uh, I figure I'll go ahead and start with a few... I was jokingly calling it the hangar to myself because of my bike over there. The hangar. Yeah, we're hanging at the hangar. Uh, uh, I figured I'd start uh, with at least one correction. There was another correction besides the one I wanted to start with. Uh, uh, Lord Rambler was right. Uh, Kevin Tucker's piece was called Ego Side. So that was something that I wanted to clarify because uh, I was saying Ego Side because I was almost certain that that's what he was calling it and I was wrong. Funny thing is, I've never read it either. I've just heard the term, but it was like his like tirade about egoists or something like that. Yeah, it's actually a lengthy uh, piece, uh, and actually he starts out talking almost positively about uh, nihilists and egoists, uh, but uh, that was before he uh, decided to rail against Black Seed on uh, Anarchy Radio with John Zorzan. John Zorzan. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, he called in, um, and, uh, basically tried to rip apart Black Seed and make it seem like, uh, it was a bad faith, uh, attempt at, um, Green Anarchy Magazine, uh, basically, uh, made John feel like he was a fool for even submitting, uh, uh the, one of his, basically to the first, uh, uh issue of it, uh, John Zerzan actually had a piece in it. Uh, but uh, because they were trying to be critical of anarcho-primitivism, uh, uh, ultimately Kevin Tucker made it sound like uh, <clears throat> it was just going to basically be critical of anarcho-primitivism. But if you actually read it, uh, the, the attempt is basically to say that green anarchy does not necessarily equal anarcho-primitivism. Yeah. Green anarchy is more expansive, and this show is an example of that expansion that we are, or at least I am, influenced by anarcho-primitivism, uh, yeah. but I'm not an anarcho-primitivist. Uh, I did spend a short period of time where I identified as an anarcho-primitivist, uh, and I wanted to continue doing so up until the divide just uh, was forced uh, a bit too much, and I was just like, you know, I can't keep this going, especially after Kevin Tucker got on uh, Facebook with his suffocating void and his nonsense uh, bullshitting, <clears throat> trying to basically make everybody feel dumb. He's like, I'm not moralist. Yeah, moralism's cool. <laughs> and it's like, like it's just like all this two-faced uh, 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 attempt to uh, define green anarchy. It's like, dude, just chill out a little bit. And I just thought of him exiting Facebook and now he's back. He's going to be like, this green guys, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's on uh, uh, Twitter, uh, like uh, I'm. Uh, I actually follow him on Twitter, 
and he puts out some uh, really basic positions. I, I think I talked about that in one of the previous episodes. Yeah, we had uh, we had that one episode where we went and visited Bonobo, where he was reading his uh, Twitter rant about like trying to call egoists pedophile, libertarian, Republican reptiles, or some shit like that. <laughs> It's like, dude, come on, man, like, chill out on that. Like, really, I don't have a problem at all with anarcho-primitivists. Uh, what I do have a problem with is people saying that anarcho-primitivism is an ideology. It's, or a cult of personality, or a brand, or something that John Zerzan and Kevin Tucker control in some sort of way. Uh, it makes sense for anarcho-primitivism to be broader uh, but because uh, that broadness got challenged, thus we are now dark green anarchy. The funniest thing is the first uh, anarcho-primitivists I met, because I, I think I don't re remember if the Wild Roots people like called themselves AP or not, but the first ones I met were also nihilists. <laughs> right. You know, like uh, uh, Rotten, uh, for instance, uh, uh, from... Uh, uh, Green Anarchy magazine. Uh, I don't know if he ever identified as rotten in uh, any of the um, uh, Whatchamacallit any of the articles that he wrote. Uh, I can't remember the other pseudonyms he wrote, wrote under I'm not going to try to uh, call it out either because you know he, he would have identified as rotten then uh, if he wanted that to be the case, but uh, Yeah, rotten is a, uh, a nihilist from what I understood yeah. And uh, I believe, like, not to call him out or anything, but I do have to say that he did put out the idea of momentum instead of movement uh, concept that oh, I, yeah, I, I still that work with. Yeah. I, I, I still work with that idea that, you know, we're aiming for a momentum of struggle, not a movement of struggle. We're not trying to create a mass movement, but we are trying to create some sort of momentum. Yeah, I haven't used that phrase in years, but I can still say I find it agreeable. Yeah, it, it makes sense to me because, uh, you know, the idea of mass movements uh, is really long gone uh, for quite a while, at least in regards to, uh, like, anarchy being a mass movement-based uh, uh, thing. Like, this is... We're back. Uh, we had a phone call come through, and since I'm recording from my phone, uh, yeah, some shit happened. So we're back. Uh, we were talking about movement and momentum, uh, how it makes sense to uh, use momentum instead of movement in today's anarchy because we're not talking about <coughs> mass movements. We're talking about, uh, you know, uh, smaller groups of people doing things uh, and creating a momentum of struggle. Um, so anyway, you mind if I get on one of these? Uh, yeah, no, go ahead. Bro. All right. Yeah, we're we're killing uh, something called uh, Brew Dog Pulp Patriot Black Current. Uh, so Black Current, you know, that's like grapes and shit. Don't taste like grapes though, but it has a hint. Of like a grapeness, I guess to a certain degree. That's I'm the noticing current. it. I'm noticing it more a little bit more now that you like pointed that out. Uh, but it's a it's a good change up uh, from a typical IPA because 
Uh, I drink a lot of IPAs with you, and yeah, yeah, like uh, this is their their best series of IPAs because they've had at least I've had at least three different flavors of this right now. There's Pulp Patriot Black Currant, Pulp Patriot Raspberry, and Pulp Patriot Blueberry are the ones I've had so far. They're also stronger than most of their because they're like 9.5% as opposed to like 6 or 7 something percent. And they, they do uh, have a good kick to them and, and they're very mellow too. Like uh, what I like about them is they don't have that uh, piney, pineapple-y, uh, uh, citrusy taste uh, like um, uh, grapefruit-ish uh, kind of taste that most IPAs tend to have. Uh, not that that's bad, but it's nice to have a good change up and this is uh, yeah, pretty good so uh, Yeah um, As we were saying, uh, you know, like uh, The momentum uh, that I'd like to see happen uh, You know kind of is it involves more than necessarily individual acts and stuff like that but also it should include individual acts uh, people should be able to act on uh, uh, the level of personal war, uh, but they don't need to necessarily say, we're trying to create the revolution like Ted Kaczynski's trying to do. <clears throat> I, I like Ted Kaczynski's thoughts on a lot of things, but uh, I'm not a big fan of his uh, 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 kind of vanguardist uh, approach. Uh, I haven't actually read uh, much on his actual vanguardism, I do know that uh, industrial society and its future, um, where he was talking about uh, like the movements within there that he would like to see happen, like an anti-tech kind of direction. <clears throat> he was talking in a very long-term-ish uh, kind of way, uh, uh, breaking from the left, but also um, kind of uh, creating like a thing, an anti-industrial direction, anti-tech, anti-industrial direction. Uh, that it could take on many different forms, not necessarily the form that he was presenting, which was uh, a personal war against uh, industrial society. Um, I can't remember all the things that he did. I do remember that uh, the reason why he's called the Unabomber is because of uh, attacking universities and, and airports, I think was what it was. The uni university and airport bomber or some yeah, shit like that. Yeah, um, I, think, I think I do remember hearing something about it. When I, was, when I was younger, like during the 90s... Alright, we gotta stop... just stop this again <laughs> all right uh, another episode of dark green anarchy or another segment whichever whatever uh, we've had uh, some interruptions ordered some pizza and the guy couldn't get the address right uh, same time, uh, we got Moloch here. Woo! the worker. So Wombat, Rambler, Moloch, we're all here. 
uh, we were talking about momentum versus movement. Uh, uh, some of the stuff from Dark, uh, from Green Anarchy magazine, kind of shit. Um, it's hard to get back into what we were talking about uh, because of how uh, everything kind of uh, got disrupted. I'm pretty sure we left off on like you were comparing momentum and movement. Uh, but uh, yeah, like movements are movements, momentums are smaller things that uh, anarchists can do now because uh, we don't have mass movements so you might as well say we have an awesome momentum uh, like uh, momentum now would be like uh, the Black Lives Matter uh, protests and stuff like that they have a pretty strong uh, momentum and they have a movement but it's a political movement not necessarily a um, uh, mass movement. A mass movement, you'd think like millions of people, etc., etc. And you probably could, like, if you were counting up all the people that were participating all together, you probably could have a million or two. But with like 365 million people or 370, I don't know how many millions of people America has now. But uh, like, that's uh, uh, far short. Like, you know, just a few million is a far short uh, uh, cry from the mass movement uh, potential. Because when people are talking about mass movements back in the day, they're talking about large minorities or near majorities of people being involved in things. Uh, and we don't have that anymore. Uh, World War One destroyed that. Uh, well, disrupted it, and then World War II destroyed it. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh, it's not really come back in the same way. You have uh, the 60s. Uh, that involved a lot of people, and it was uh, mainly an anti-war sentiment, uh, at least in the United States and in uh, France. Uh, same difference, same war even. Uh, kind of connected, but also you had the war in Algeria, you know, basically France trying to maintain its colonies yeah. after World War II. Uh, same thing with uh, Britain trying to maintain their bullshit afterwards. What you got there, Moloch? String cheese. String cheese. Oh, yeah. So, string cheese is that a, a, a a healthy alternative for you or is yeah. it all right yeah we were talking about health earlier that's why I brought that up um, yeah we have uh, some pizza from Jets uh, if uh, people are familiar outside of our range uh, it's kind of a Detroit style pizza uh, it's pretty good because it has to be <laughs> you got that that crunchy cheese laden crust oh yeah and, and it's drenched with uh what's the difference between detroit and chicago style uh well detroit uh their stuff was uh made in like a pan that uh i can't yeah. remember what the pan itself was uh made from uh like originally but it had something to do with industrial production i believe and they just kind of converted the pans uh, for making pizza instead while Chicago style is a um, deep dish 
like almost like a pie yeah. kind of situation, like open-faced pie where the cheese is the top crust. It's like a huge topic of contention, but Chicago style is actually probably one of my favorite styles. <laughs> Sounds hippie, sweetheart, eat your own There you go. Groovy dude. Groovy. Groovy dude. I hate America. <laughs> I'm thinking of one of my favorite uh, Simpsons bits. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the one I even sampled it in, like, several different tracks of stuff. I was really, burn down the barbershops was another phrase for that. <laughs> it's where the uh, Colonel was, uh, or the Lieutenant, Lieutenant Smash was uh, hallucinating. It was the, he was hallucinating his war with the hippies, and they were, like, right at a giant praying mantis and shooting, like, poisonous daisies at the military people. <laughs> yeah. That's so, yeah. The topic, uh, the topic uh, we, we were talking about movement versus momentum and what that means, uh, but really that was a, uh, a diversion. Renzo, what the fuck, dude? Seriously. Uh, Renzo is the cat. And the cat's getting in the, in the shit. Isn't that right, Renzo? I don't think he actually got the pizza, but he was like, pussy. He started he was rubbing his face like at the box. Like a... All he needs is opposable thumbs. <laughs> He's like, why can't I evolve? Yeah. <laughs> evolve, damn it! Yeah, he started to get that open. Uh, human food! <laughs> yeah, it's some good shit. Even the cat likes it. I, like, cat got a few pieces of uh, cheese uh, and I think I had a sausage mixed in with my um, jalapeno pepper uh, 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 thing I guess you could call it like a little thing of jalapeno peppers that's why I just called it like can I get a thing of jalapeno peppers a little container I guess and I was like you oh wow well, there's thing. like a little oh, little man. little piece of sausage got mixed in there somehow so I was like, all right, I guess the cat gets that because I don't want to eat some random piece of uncooked. Well, it was cooked, but you know. <laughs> no, I have never in my life had a cat that is gets, this uh, interested in human uh, Conversion of Islam. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that insults my my Muslim heritage. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, like, let's talk about uh, that for a minute. Like, uh, like for me, uh, like, I uh, my diet is uh, very Western. Uh, I eat pork. Eat shit. <laughs> I eat shit. I'm on a binge diet. I, I eat anything, which mainly means that I eat fast food and garbage, and uh, I don't uh, try to not eat healthy. Or I try to, yeah, I, I, I just don't eat healthy. I, I, I eat uh, comfort food, uh, fatty, cheesy, delicious comfort food. I'm like that to some degree, though not with fast food as much. I haven't ate fast food in forever, but I eat a lot of pizza. I've, I've just made a quip that I'm on the Ninja Turtle diet. It's like the main staple of food I eat is pizza. But, um... How often do you eat pizza? Most meals I eat are pizza. Um, so then, you're talking like 80% of what you eat is about pizza? That sounds about right, actually. But then there's like, well, kombucha's a drink. It's not food. Because I drink a lot of, I drink like, I try to drink a kombucha a day. Not always successful. Do, do you drink heavily alcoholic kombucha? 
Um, no, my, most of my kombucha is just kombucha, but I do occasionally drink a kombucha beer, yeah. Alright, so what's the difference between regular kombucha and uh, kombucha beer? Kombucha beer has alcohol in it. <laughs> well, well, kombucha itself is fermented, so I So it has trace amounts of alcohol in it, but it's not enough alcohol. Like, you can't get... I mean, I don't know, maybe if you drank like a hundred kombuchas, you'd get drunk or something, I guess. Fuck yeah. After you died of fucking putting too much liquid in your body. <laughs> pissing and pissing. That's what we're missing. <laughs> but yeah, the, uh... Yeah, my main, because yeah, mainly I drink water, occasionally a juice, but water, kombucha, coffee, and booze tends to be like my drink staples but yeah and then every so often i'll do something like i've been getting into blueberries lately like i'll get fresh fruit or something and i'll like if i get blueberries i'll gobble them up in like two sittings usually because the thing's like maybe this big or so yeah he made so like a like reference to something that probably has like about four or five ounces of yeah uh, i'm not getting too many calories but i'm getting fuck tons of nutrients at least from what i hear so <laughs> antioxidants yeah, yeah. You know, blueberries are heavy in antioxidants. You know what else is heavy in antioxidants? Coffee. Huh. That's why people that drink coffee live longer is not because the caffeine helps them. Caffeine hurts them just like any other caffeinated beverage. Yeah, because I've heard debate on whether or not coffee is good for you. Mm-hmm. I've oh. heard people say that it helps you, but I've also heard people say that it hurts you. Depends what you put in it. Well, I also load mine down with creamer, so that if, if you drink, yeah, if you drink uh, pure coffee all the time, then you're drinking like antioxidant caffeine beverage. <clears throat> so you might live forever, uh, really, kind because of, like, yeah, it, 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 it extends yeah, your life. That I don't drink. Black it extends coffee. your life. That's what they're saying. Like, you know, that's why you see like old ladies living to be 95, smoking cigarettes every goddamn day. They're flushing their system with coffee, which means they're shitting out their fucking poisons like every other fucking moment because drinking so much fucking coffee. (laughs) Ah, shit. Coffee's awesome, though. Like, I I personally would like to drink more coffee. Like, uh, because, yeah, it's good for your heart. It's good for your body. Uh, It's kind of funny that it's a medicinal drink that we drink uh, uh, like regularly, uh, almost more than even water for some people. Yeah, no, yeah, not not with me. I have like, I have two to three uh, fills of my mug in the morning. Like my mug's one of the, my mug's probably about as big as this beer can, so it's probably roughly sixteen ounces worth of. So I probably drink about thirty-two ounces worth of coffee in the morning. I'm gonna say. So your version of light beer is Guinnessy Light. Uh, just 99 cents. Uh, <laughs> Miller, Miller Light's like fucking 229 for a game. So, <laughs> what does Guinness Light do that uh, helps you or, or hurts you less? Nothing. It's just like light beer. Light beer is low carbs. And low carbs. That's what you're looking for is low carbs. Why does low Something carbs like help you? Carbs has an effect on. I think, cause I think you had, uh, we had we had touched on this earlier, but yeah, cause that's what I wondered about. Because like the most likely, it affects blood pressure too. Blood pressure. 
actually. The most, so far I'm, I'm doing okay, but the most likely health problem I'm, I am to have down the road is actually going to be related, of all things, to my blood pressure. Like, I've been smoking since I was 14, so I figured it would be related to my heart or my lungs, but apparently what i got to watch is my blood pressure. Yeah, we're all old here. Uh, we're not old, old, but you know, we got to start watching our health, uh, but I don't. Uh, if I went to the hospital or doctors or whatever and got a physical, I'm sure they would tell me yeah, that I need to concentrate on something. Um, we're not bad uh, necessarily, but uh, we aren't necessarily good either. So well, I'm better than I was. If I was like, if I continued on the trajectory I was on when I was in like high school or whatever, I'd probably be fucking dead or sickly as fuck by now. <laughs> because I used to, oh man, I'd, I'd like down an entire package of, like I, I was a fast food addict when I was a teenager. I would down like a whole thing of 20 piece nuggets like by myself. Yeah, I'd eat entire pizza hut pizzas, like, you oh, can you yeah. So it's like, and the pizzas, like, it's like, even with the pizzas, I was getting, like, the worst you could get a pizza, and, like, be like, nom, 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 just shoveling it into my face. No, I almost said, you know, if hot dog crust had been a thing when I was a teenager, right, I'd be like, oh, cool, a hot dog, except I never liked hot dogs, so oh, probably God. not. <laughs> that stuff makes me sick to think about. Oh, hot dog crust. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who hot that? dog like, crust. That's pizza. Yeah, pizza. They did the. They did the Thomas. I don't know if Thomas Ligotti actually wrote it or if it was just a parody written in the style of Thomas Ligotti. But like the rant about the hot dog crust. <laughs> Tell me about. I don't know anything about hot dog crust. I thought I remember, I thought you were Dude, the first person that. I saw who shared that one, but it was, there was the, the pizza and hot dog crust was the, like, fucking, pizza, the Legati thing, I mean, but it's like the crust where it's like miniature cocktail weenie yeah, fucking yeah, hot dogs inside of a pizza crust. Oh, that sounds awful. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's a bomb. So, so who's Legati? If you're drunk, you fucking... Pessimist horror writer. I've actually been reading some of his uh, fiction lately, but I uh, tell tell me more read, about Legati, because like you know, a lot of people don't know who Legati is. I read Conspiracy of the Conspiracy Against. I also Conspiracy of Conspiracy Against the Human Race. Um, about no, maybe a year, almost a year and a half or so ago, I think. Um, and it's a, it was a pessimistic writing about just basically how fucking horrible existence is, more or less, like, all these fucking things that happen to us and all these ways we suffer. I disagree... So we suffer from eating hot dog crust pizza? Yeah. Yeah, no, there was a uh, thing that I saw over Facebook when I saw it, but it was like... It, it was Thomas Ligotti during a review of the uh, Pizza Hut hot dog crust pizza, <laughs> and, like the style of one of his like one of his horror stories, like one of his short. Because he mainly does short stories, like his. his is he fiction. still alive? Yeah, he is. What? Um, I'm pretty sure he is because he was. I think he was born in the late fifties, but I, either the late or early fifties. Well, he probably is still alive. Fuck. Yeah. I, I assume the motherfucker was dead. 
Yeah, but he, um, because he started writing, like, his first writings came out in, like, the mid to, early to mid-80s, I believe, was, uh, Grim Scribe, and fuck, what was the name of the other book? Because these are the fiction What ones. was the big one again that you named? Actually, hold on, because it's sitting right out here. It's... Good ramblers. So the, the Conspiracy Against the Human Race was the one that I mentioned, which was his non-fiction. His fiction is Songs of a Dead Dreamer and Grim Scribe. Um, those were the two collections of short stories. They're he, gathered. He, into he's one more collection. of a fiction writer, but Conspiracy Against the Human Race is nonfiction. Nonfiction. No, it was basically a work of pessimistic philosophy. So Conspiracy Against the Human Race. Yeah, and that's about what. It's basically about now, and this is the thing that I see as a fallacy of it, because there's a typical kind of Western thing that's like, or I'm, I'm going to say Western just for the fuck of it here, that's kind of woven through it. And it's the idea that like humans uniquely consciously experience like, now he didn't say other animals didn't experience suffering because there was plenty about animal suffering throughout that book too. But he basically thinks that humans are the only, he, he, or at least it seems like from reading that writing that humans are the only species that like have a heightened conscious awareness of both their suffering and their own mortality, the fact that we're going to die. And I don't, you know, I can't disprove that, but I also don't per se agree with that because how the fuck do I know what my cat's thinking about over there or not? Like, you know, like, you know, what, what do things think about, like, other So if anything, I might that. be more pessimistic than Thomas Ligotti on this because if, like, if, if existence is really a horror of pain and death, then I don't think that just humans experience that. I think that everything that lives experiences that. <laughs> Well, there you go, folks. Uh, and on that, we will end this episode of Dark Green Anarchy. Pizza, momentum, movement. I feel, I feel like we should get a pay for my Jets Pizza Genesis as we plug it. Advertising. Improved on Nitro, Chaco Libre. Hell and, Satan. Well, in conclusion, American Western Dice are shitty. <laughs> exactly. That's the conclusion we reach. And we're going to die at 50. We're going to dive 50. Peace out, y'all. We'll be back uh, with another episode later.